You are listening to the Uplevel Lounge podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Froelich, a business coach and strategist who helps female entrepreneurs uplevel their business with practical strategies, a rewired mindset, and the accountability to make it stick. With over 15 years of collective hands-on experience in corporate and the entrepreneurial space, I bring a unique and diverse perspective when it comes to helping women grow their businesses. My own business experienced massive growth when I started investing in my business and working with a coach. Now I am here to share those same strategies and insights with you right here week after week. If you are looking for clarity on your business direction and accountability on your goals, then you are in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey, hey, and welcome back to the Up Level Lounge podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Froelich. I want to talk about believing in yourself and believing in your progress and believing that you are becoming that version of yourself that you know exists and giving yourself a little grace and permission to just embrace the journey and that you are making progress. And progress counts as a CEO of your business. I want to talk about that today because sometimes it's the littlest things in our business that are evidence that we are doing huge things. And so embracing a mindset that is different than the one we had a year ago and certainly different than the one we had two years ago is part of the process. So becoming, right? I I just want you to give yourself that opportunity to kind of exhale for a second and say, I don't have to be I have to be becoming that version of myself. And the journey counts. And that's that's some major undoing from our childhood and from our educational upbringing and certainly corporate, right? That it's not about every single achievement that is the only thing that we can measure success against, but it's about all of the progress along the way. So I want to tell you a little story about some evidence that came into my business last week, actually, about growth. And I hope that this will be one of those things where you're like, wow, really? She still has those same thoughts and things to work through. I hope that this will normalize exactly where you're at and give you some validation that you're going to continue to work through this stuff and uncover these things no matter what stage of business growth you're at. Um, My dear friend, Michelle Vroom, who is a marketing coach and strategic partner of mine, we say all the time, like, it's a journey and we don't do it perfectly. And we're always working at things behind the scenes in our business and especially mindset. Yes, I may be a mindset coach and I may have really embraced that part of the journey, but that doesn't mean that I am an expert by any means, right? It means that I am prioritizing realizing that I can change my mindset and that the journey counts. So just last week, I had an incredible week in in business. I had three discovery calls book in. And I mean, I think that that's something important to share. I don't have like heaps of discovery calls every single day of random people, right? I'm not somebody who is a whiz at SEO and people are just finding me and, and my discovery call list is overflowing. Really, the bulk of my clients come from relationships that I I make. And that's part of what I talk about so much and I teach, but I still do get people who have been lurking and following me and they book in a call. And that's always exciting. I'm like, who is this person? Oh my gosh, where'd they find me? Like, I want to know all the things. And so I get giddy, just as giddy as the same way I felt 
with my very first discovery call, right? I'm just like, oh, wow, somebody wants to talk to me. This is amazing. And what's different is how I go into the discovery call. When I first started in business, it was a massive competition with myself. I had so many limiting beliefs driving it. And I was only excited for a second. And then I immediately went into the mindset of like, I have to win this discovery call. I have to make sure that I impress them and that I say all the right things. And I treated it like an interview versus a discovery call, a conversation between two people. So now when I see somebody come into my inbox. Thank you, Dubsado, and thank you, my team, for automating this process because I just get to say, oh my gosh, somebody wants to talk to me. How fun. Now I get to go find out more about them. Sometimes I recognize the name. Sometimes I obviously know who the person is because they've been in my community. But last week, I had three people hop on calls with me that were not part of my community. One of them, I lightly recognize the name. The other one I had heard of because of another coach. And then the third person, I had no idea that she even knew who I was. And so I was thrilled. So I went into the mode of learning about them and truly reading their questions that they shared with me and just trying to figure out if I might be the right person to to help them depending on what their goals were. And so I made some notes and hopped on the calls. And what happened as a result was pretty darn exciting. So the first two, they were back to back and each of them were like, I just, I don't care. Like, I want to work with you, whatever it takes. I know that there's a wait list. I'm going to make it happen. So I had two people back to back that were just absolutely 100% going to do this thing. So I sent off the proposal and the invoice and the contract because it was late in the evening and my team was, Katie was already in bed and Heather was already, you know, spending time with her family. And so thankfully there were enough automations. I didn't, I didn't mess anything up too badly. Anyway, fast forward to one of them immediately accepted the proposal. Boom, like, let's do this thing. And the second one, I didn't hear from her for about 24 hours. And I've been doing this long enough that I can tell when somebody is most likely having second thoughts, right? And it doesn't happen very much in my business at all because I, I don't ever try and sell anything. I'm like, here's who I am. If you think we're the right fit, let's do this thing. Here's when I can I can start with you. So I could tell that there was there was some type of hesitation there, but here is where the learning came in. Two years ago, maybe even one year ago, but for sure two years ago, I would have been devastated. I would have been checking Dubsado like a crazy person every 10 minutes to see if they'd read the proposal and they read the email. I would have been trying to decide if I should follow up again, should I not? And instead I found myself saying, listen, maybe life happened. Maybe she got busy. Maybe she hasn't had a chance to look at it. We'll send a reminder. And I want to make sure that she's really supported. And if she has any other questions, we can hop on another call. But beyond that, it's okay if something has transpired where she's done some deep thinking and maybe the financial investment doesn't make the most sense right now, or she has decided I'm not the most aligned with what her goals are or her values. And I stayed in this place of true growth mindset. I didn't let my brain take me down a path of, oh my gosh, I didn't land that that discovery call like I thought I had, or I got my hopes up because I also used to do this thing where if I had a discovery call and someone said, yes, I wouldn't tell anybody about it until I had a signed contract proposal and a paid invoice because I was too afraid of disappointing myself, but also disappointing. Like if I told my husband that I, you know, landed a new client and then the the contract didn't go through, then I would feel like I 
let him down, which I learned over a lot of work that that was my own thing that I was projecting. So I want to share all of that because for me, this was like realizing what was happening in this moment that somebody hadn't immediately accepted my proposal and 24 hours had gone by and I was pretty sure trusting my own gut that something had probably come up for her and she decided that now was not the right time for coaching and I was perfectly okay with that like truly okay not just like hey I totally get it but behind the scenes I was devastated and like sweating and just feeling sick to my stomach those are all things that I've felt before I didn't feel that I was totally in my power and I felt aligned but here's what I did I paused long enough to recognize it and I'm like this is growth So what happened there? I've been working really hard to change my mindset around sales calls for years and really embrace them and see them as an opportunity for two business owners to come together and see if they might be a good fit to help one another, but not get caught up on, I have to win this thing. I have to close this deal. And if I don't, I'm some sort of failure. I have been working hard to get through that. So what does that mean exactly? Sure, it's a lot of recognition and thoughts, but the work comes in the doing, not allowing myself to get into a pattern as soon as a discovery call comes in of thinking about it as any sort of competition, but instead reminding myself that this is an opportunity and no matter what comes from it, it's gonna be a great learning experience and every call does not have to lead to a sale in order for me to be successful, right? So a lot of affirmations and mantras and changing the way that I respond to thoughts, right? So mindset work is changing the way that our brains allow us to respond to something. But in order to change that, we have to recognize, but we have to create new habits around it. So my habits are posturing myself differently to go into a discovery call, praising myself when I'm done with a discovery call that it was successful and I led it with confidence and I had another connection with another successful person out there in the world. And maybe I might have the opportunity to partner with them. But if not, that's okay if I'm not the right person because They're going to find what feels best for them. And I learned some things from it in terms of what are their struggles. And I got clear on what my ideal client looks like or doesn't look like. So there are so many learnings. It's recognizing them, giving yourself a lot of credit for that hard work that you're doing that is not easy to measure. It's not easy to keep track of an inventory. So you have to want to embrace creating new habits around it and saying like, hey, the progress is happening here. I see it. And this is how. And so the bigger message here is remembering that your self-worth is not tied to any discovery call. It's not tied to any type of deliverable to your client and being really careful to separate those things now, especially. And some of us, we tie it more massively than other people, right? And that has a lot to do with where you fall in that spectrum in that particular area of your life in terms of a growth mindset or a scarcity mindset. But for me, it was pretty big. It was pretty big that I tied a lot of self-worth to discovery calls and transactions in terms of, oh, I have another paid invoice, right? I didn't like that feeling and I didn't want that to be the driving factor for me in terms of measuring my success as a business owner or as a wife or as a mom. I didn't want all of my effort to be tied to whether or not somebody said yes to me in terms of money. If somebody said yes to me on the call, but then they decided later it wasn't the right investment for them, that's a win for everybody. I still am the right coach for them, but just not right now. And they were empowered enough to be able to make a decision that felt really good. Because what I say to everybody is I want this to feel really good to you. And if I'm just saying that, 
but I don't actually believe it. And I'm resentful because somebody didn't move forward because it wasn't the right time for them in terms of money, then there's a massive disconnect. There's no integrity behind that. So I truly feel that way. And I truly believe that. And I think about so many times when I have made a decision in my life that wasn't right for me, but I felt pressured to do it for the other person. And now that's not even like on the table. If I don't have the truly aligned feeling, or if I don't have the funds to do a thing, I feel empowered to say, hey, this sounds really exciting and I love everything about it, but I'm not ready for this right now. And I'm going to put a plan in place so that I can do this in the future. That is a move of a CEO right there. So I want to say kudos to that person who decided that they weren't ready to work with me because the investment wasn't in alignment for them right now. And so I just want to like tie all the loose ends together. I did end up hearing from her and that was the case. And so my intuition was right that something had changed and I was able to have that space for her to make a really informed decision. But you know what happened? I wasn't upset. I wasn't sad. Everything felt great. I was 100% aligned that, you know what, there are so many other people out there who are ready to work with me right now. And I'll fill that space without even any worry or stress. And no kidding, the third discovery call that I had had that week where she wasn't even close to being ready to work with me in terms of one-on-one coaching. She really wanted to, but that was in her plan for Q1 of next year. She ended up messaging me on Friday night and saying, I'm in, I'm doing this thing. And so I was just like elated on so many levels because I stayed in my place of feeling really empowered in my growth mindset and not getting sucked back into I stayed really in my own power and I was in alignment with this new mindset around sales and discovery calls and really just trusting the process and the journey. And there are abundance of people out there who would be empowered to work with me. I I was there and I could feel it and I recognized it. And then boom, the universe is like, and here you go. Here's your reward. And I'm not saying that that's going to happen every single time, but you guys, here's the thing. I want you to really, really tell yourself that your self-worth is not attached to any of this stuff and that you can change the way that you're showing up in terms of the pressures you're putting on yourself to do a thing or to close a deal or to have some type of transaction and to know that it's not winning or losing. It's all growth and it's all part of the learning. And there's always learning if we're, if we're leaning into it. Okay. This stuff is so important in terms of becoming that version of your CEO self in terms of your mindset and in terms of success. The faster you can get out of a scarcity mindset and break those cycles and break those habits and break those beliefs that are keeping you in that space, the easier your business is going to grow. And I, I do mean that from the core of my being. I have shared this many times. I'll share it again that in 2000, what year was it? 2018. Abundance was the word of the year for me. I I leaned into that word. I wanted to understand it with everything that I knew because I, I heard so many successful people talking about it. And I'm like, I have to understand what that means on a deeper level. And so I wore a bracelet that had the word and I had it on sticky notes. And I paid attention to where I wasn't embracing an abundance mindset. And I figured out ways to get closer to that optimal place, especially around discovery calls. Because for me, that was a real sticking point. I was in competition with myself. I was in competition with the scarcity mindset to say I had to land every single opportunity that came in my inbox. And as as soon as I started to break those habits and patterns around those beliefs, things started to shift in a way that was so aligned and a way that gave me so much more freedom and so much more empowerment and confidence. And I started crushing discovery calls because it was about a conversation. And my close rate is insanely high. I don't keep track of it, but it's definitely in the 90s in terms of if we looked at my entire 
life cycle as a business owner. And I think that one of the things that has allowed me to be in that space is being myself, being natural, not having it be a competition. It's not about winning. It's about connecting. And if you are somebody who resonates with this, I'm telling you, do the work. I'm telling you to pay attention to how you're even preparing for these calls. I'm telling you to pay attention to how you're feeling afterwards and what you're doing and what cycles you're allowing yourself to get into. If you are looking at Dub Sato every two seconds to see if the person has opened the proposal, knock it off. Get up from your desk, go for a walk, go meditate, go to the gym, bake some brownies. I don't care what the thing is. And then I want you to work on some affirmations and some mantras that that remind you that your self-worth is not tied to whether a person says yes or no to working with you at all. Okay. You're already enough. You're worthy just how you are. So that can be a mantra. I am enough. I am worthy and I am perfect just how I am. My value is not diminished by my imperfections or the perception of others. That's a really powerful one because you may be feeling that, oh my gosh, I really want this person to like me. I want this person to choose me over everyone else. Who cares? So what? Your value is not even changed whether a person says yes or no, but you have to get real with yourself and have those hard conversations. And, and, determine how much you're letting these thoughts and limiting beliefs control your actions, right? I want you to be a confident, calm, empowered CEO of your business that knows that if this discovery call does not lead to a sale, that's perfectly fine because there are an abundance of opportunities out there as long as I continue to show up and market myself, but that's for another podcast, okay? Every discovery call I have makes me stronger, braver, and wiser. And and insert whatever you want there. Failure, mistake, right? For me, it was discovery call. I want to just give my permission myself permission to do the darn thing and have a conversation. And I'm gonna learn from it and I'm gonna be braver. And every single discovery call I did, it got easier and I got better at it. Last week in the CFA, we were talking about marketing and there was a lot of mindset around I'm not good at marketing. Who cares if you're not good at marketing? And is that really true is the bigger question, but you're not going to get better at marketing unless you start marketing, okay? And if you're not good at marketing, no one's going to judge you because there are plenty of other people out there who share the same limiting belief, probably to a different degree, but I bet you that you're a lot better at marketing than you are giving yourself credit. And you're probably tying this whole general thing that says I'm bad at marketing to one little experience that you tried a long time ago. But what was the learning from that? If you stop and extract the learning, you're already better than you were before. So not tying your self-worth or your abilities to one single thing or one single part of your business, okay? That you're becoming the CEO that you want to be that you work towards honesty and authenticity by showing up as who you are. And whatever happens as a result of that doesn't matter because in the moment, you are being yourself. Those things are important. That work counts. These discussions, this podcast you're listening to right now, that's starting to ping things in your brain. And I want you to notice like what's really resonating with you and and what do you want to change and how are you going to change it? Because it's going to take an action. The belief is part of it and embracing it, but how do we create new beliefs by forming new habits as a result of those beliefs, okay? And, And part of that is surrounding yourself with the right people, getting that support, whether it's through a mentor or a coach and talking it through. 
And when you talk about it and you create new habits, then you're going to become this better version of yourself, right? You're not going to backslide by leaning into, hey, I don't love this piece of, of my confidence level or my belief about X. You're not going to backslide. It might be scary for a moment and it's going to be uncomfortable work, but you are going to become an even stronger, clearer, more confident version of you as a CEO of your business. And I I hope that this podcast today has been relatable in the sense that, wow, Melissa still thinks about these things. You bet, because that used to be devastating to me before. If somebody said, yeah, oh my gosh, I totally want to work with you. Let's do it. And I sent off a proposal and all the things happened. And then they decided not to. I took it personally. I would beat myself up about it. I don't do that anymore because I know it's not a reflection of me. I showed up as my best self. There was a connection. It's just not the right time for them for whatever reason. And I want to give them that autonomy to do what feels good because that's what I say. And I want to see an integrity with that because I truly believe that if somebody forces it to work with me and they don't feel aligned in terms of the timing or that they're overextending themselves in terms of finances, things are going to be difficult. I want it to flow. And I'm not saying you're always going to have all the money in the world and that it's going to be easy and that you're not going to have to get a little bit uncomfortable to make an investment in growing your business. That's not what I'm talking about. But if it's a thing of like, I'm not going to be able to send my kid to soccer camp or I'm not going to be able to keep the lights on, then I don't want you to make the investment to work with me right now. And I say to people, and I mean this, I'll be here when the timing is right and when you feel truly ready. And I've said that many, many times, and those people always come back. They come back in three months and sometimes a year. But I think that is one thing that, you know, I've done since day one is really allowing people to feel confident to say, hey, I can't do this right now. And now I can say it and not feel like it's my fault in any way, shape or form. And it would be a whole, like we could spend a day on a podcast about this of where that came from. But that was a lot of beliefs over time and a lot of scarcity mindset, limiting beliefs that were showing up and compounding in that way. And I've had to break a lot of them down and get to the root cause of it. And that's come from coaching and that's come from a lot of deep work. I couldn't do it all by myself. And I want to be clear about that. And that's why I say having the right people around you to help take it to the next level is is incredibly valuable. So Do what you can on your own to identify where you're at right now and what habits do you want to create instead and how are you showing up and how much of your your actions are you tying to your self-worth and how much of that is really, really not true. And you may find that you can identify it, but to do the work, you need help in terms of a coach and that's okay. I'd be happy to talk with you to see if I might be the right fit or to put you in touch with some people that I know who might be a different fit because it may be a business coach who has mindset training like me. It may be an Enneagram coach. It may be a strengths finder coach, human design. There's a million different ways depending on where you're at and what's really coming up for you. So thanks for tuning in. I hope this was real. I hope this was like, okay, yeah, I've been really tying some piece of my business that isn't going super well or that I have a certain reaction to, to my self-worth, and I want to change that. And that work counts. That change work counts. That is you becoming the CEO of your business in such a big way. I'll see you right here next week on the Up Level Lounge podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And please join me over in the Up Level Lounge on Facebook, our free community, because that is where we do lots of extra fun stuff in between these fun podcasts. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. If you're looking to join a community of female entrepreneurs focused on the growth of their online business, be sure to check out the Up Level Lounge community on Facebook. 
As always, you can find all the links and information mentioned in this episode at melissafrolick.com. See you here next week.